That was literally verbal diarrhea. I'm setting the bar awfully low. Titus O'Neil keeps running directly into that bar. Get him off my TV. Get him off my TV. You make me very angry. The man who has a better IQ than you, the awe-inspiring JC. You should go work for WWE because you'd be so up far up Vince's No, butt. no, no, no. Oh, you are no, such no, a no, sucker. No, no, no. You are. You defend everything, all the bad moves they make. This is the Chopper Knocker Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Jobber Knocker Podcast. As always, it's Nestlemania. Alongside for the ride is a man that never goes in the back forbidden door, JC. What? Oh, that is quite the intro, Nestlemania. And yeah, we uh, we have to talk about forbidden door. This we have to. It's, That's it's happening. Forbidden. We have to make predictions on it um, about stuff, and it's going to be exciting, much like all of its content on Dynamite has been so good. If, so Will, good. if Will Ospreay could just be in every matchup, folks, I would just be happy. I think Will Ospreay needs to be in every match. I think he looks like a donkey, and uh, <laughs> that's what we're going to do, folks. He's in a six-man tag on Dynamite, and we'll get there, because we do have a load of week. We will hit on Forbidden Door and predictions later in the show. Uh, we're going to hit on Raw, SmackDown, NXT, all the happenings. Big weekend wrestling, as always, WrestleMania. But we start this show uh, one way. In one way only, and that is much like Mandy Rose, always in the shine. And WrestleMania, it happened. Elias, not our comeback this week, but he returned to Raw and put on a concert. Him and Ezekiel were uh, seen backstage talking together on a couch. Uh, when Kevin Owens came out and threw a tirade at Elias, Ezekiel was on the Tron confronting him. And then even when Kevin Owens went to the back to be all upset, right when Elias was still in the ring, Ezekiel came up to him and told him to chill. So, hey, man, you know, Kevin... Ezekiel might be telling the truth. I, you know, it's funny. I, I was really hoping it was going to be Aaron Idol Stevens or uh, Damian Sandow. I really did. But <laughs> you know what? They got the WWE version of what we thought was going to happen, right? So it is what it is. Of course, we did the, uh, he made a comment about something that I think is hilarious. I'll, I'll talk about in a second. But he, he being, uh, you know, Ezekiel and, and Elias sitting side by side, they even did the little fist dap to kind of make it look like it was legit. Like, I, I love that portion of it. Um, the whole trying to sell the whole thing. He comes out, he does the, the, the song, he gets interrupted, classic Elias getting interrupted. And then, you know, Kevin Owens comes out, which I think might be the line of the year and says, I'm French Canadian. You can't get anything past me. I'm smarter than all of you. Like, I just love that. I thought that was wonderful. He came out, he didn't touch the beard. I was, I was sitting there going, it's a gamble. It's a gamble putting him out there with like a fake beard. Cause it could fall off. And then the whole thing could just unravel or maybe it would get funnier i don't know um or maybe nestlemania elias and ezekiel are really two different people i hope so but i, I, we I might be getting elrod soon as soon as next week because kevin owens issued a challenge to ezekiel elias or elrod the younger brother elrod yes elrod could be the guy and i think that'd be the funniest part is if elrod came out somehow um for something that i didn't expect to enjoy when it first started Mm -hmm. I asked a lot of people last night on Twitter. I said, what did you guys think? And I ask anybody who's watching here or you can text or, or uh, sorry, you can, uh, you know, add us on Twitter or whatever. Message us, whatever. What are your thoughts on this stuff? Because I'm, I'm enjoying it. Like I didn't expect to enjoy it, but it's a thing. Without Cody and Seth, 
this is the best thing on Raw right now. It's entertaining to the next level if you love entertainment, which we are entertainment guys. We love that. Um, obviously, we know Kevin Owens is capable of this, and he's amazing. And we saw Elias when he was, like, in his peak. Like, he was amazing with the crowd. But, like, this whole, this different thing was such a risk. To bring him back as this generic guy without his beard, without his guitar, without his son, have him come out. But, like, they introduced it the perfect way the night after WrestleMania. We thought it was all cool. And if you would have told me that night, that this storyline would still be going on here on June 21st. I would have laughed in your face. I would have been like, there's no way they can drag this thing out for like almost three full months. Like there's no way or two full months. There's like, there's no way, but they have. And somehow this week it got even better. And it looks like it's going to continue. At least they're fighting again next week. Who knows? Maybe that could be the combination. Uh, Ezekiel said he wanted to be money in the bank. So I wouldn't be surprised if that match turned into a qualifier or whatever, but it just, this has been a lot of fun, WrestleMania, and obviously, you know, I love Kevin Owens, but I like Ezekiel's been a great part of it too. So to try to pinpoint what part of it is my favorite, I don't think I can. I just think it's that beautiful mix, that melting pot of flavor that is perfect. It's hard for me to really sit there and think about what's the best part of this stuff, but Ezekiel is the perfect foil. Like he's not the star of this. I mean, he is, but he isn't, right? So it's like KO. We want to see KO lose his fucking shit, right? Like that's. Really, the crux of this entire thing is just someone driving somebody absolutely crazy. But it was it was appointment television. I had no idea. I saw so many tweets in my timeline that said, I'm watching Raw for Elias. Like, I I could not believe that. And our boy Aaron's in. What's up, Aaron? Uh, I'll see if I can get his quote in here. Aaron says, what's up, guys? How y'all today? A little low expectations on the Elias segment, but I loved it. It was the only thing I enjoyed on Raw for me. Listen, I thought there was a lot of good stuff on Raw, but it's a great point, Aaron. It was mm, a lot of strong word. All right, all right. Well, I this was, was by far the best thing. This was this was by yeah, far heads the and shoulders. Of the week. I agree. I agree. Yeah. I, I think Aaron's right. Head and shoulders. So look, you, you sit there and you think about these things, guys. Elias was kind of dead in the water, no pun intended, because he de- he was dead, right? They, yeah, they, they killed him. him in a graveyard. He buried him. And he yeah. buried himself. So I don't I, I don't really understand where we're going with this now. I don't I I I, I made a half joke last night on Twitter. Hashtag three faces of Elias instead of three faces of Foley. I don't know if we're going to get that kind of thing. Hey, out, you know Elrod. what? It works for Foley. Like, we get to the Rumble next year. I hope Ezekiel, Elias, and Elrod are open. I just want to see Elrod now. I, I I'm at how, a point where I want to see Elrod, right? How do you make him look... What, like, what can, What do you change? What do you think Elrod will look like? Because obviously, Elias has the beard and the tied back hair and the bandana. Ezekiel is just like the hair all out and no beard. What does Elrod look like? Does he have an eye patch? Like, is he a pirate? I'm thinking glasses. That, that's the standard dis- master of disguise. That is, Elrod sounds very Elrod's a nerdy. And that's yeah, okay. I like that. I like Nerds that. Nerds are great. I think, I think I like that. a jacked nerd as Elroy, uh, Elroy or whatever. <laughs> Elroy's better than Elrod, but that's fine. Elrod's just nonsense. I like Elrod. But, it, but it's there, right? But yeah, bald with a beard, Aaron says. I Look, I don't hate that either, but I don't know how you get the hair back for next week unless it's a bald cap. But uh, yeah. I mean, even with the bald cap, that's a lot of hair to stick under there. He's going to look like he has a big head. Elrod. <laughs> He has to change his voice, too. He should be like, hello, I'm Elrod. That's yes, the one thing I'm glad they haven't really messed around with um, the voice because yeah. him switching between characters, that's where they could slip up a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah, so yeah, I'm glad yeah. they all just have the same voice. I think it makes it even better. I just I just think that for Kevin Owens, after the height of the Austin thing at WrestleMania, main eventing WrestleMania with Stone Cold Steve Austin, to come back down to this, I'm not saying it's a, it, well, this is a gear shift. It's not necessarily a demotion, but it's a gear I don't, shift. See, I don't think this is going down because I think this is the type Kevin of stuff Owens that like, a great job. KO and Sammy like love doing in The Miz. Like these are why these guys are so successful because they're willing to do this stuff and they make this stuff where if regular old superstar would get it, it would be 
mid to bad. Yeah. They get it and they make it the best part of the show. It is. And, and you know what? I don't know if there's anything else you want to talk about when this comes to this stuff because Elrod is really what we want next week. And if we get yeah. a, if we get an Elrod chant next week, I would be so fucking pumped. We might. Hey, we might get an Elrod match. So we have that to look forward to. But Nestlemania, I'm curious. You said you liked other stuff on Raw. I have a couple notes, but I wasn't really in love with anything. All right, I got to back up because I'm so excited. You ready for this, folks? Oh, shit. Hashtag Nestle's hopes come true. Champa coming to save the oh. Miz. I was so excited. I mean, the Miz did a great job with the AJ Forgot Styles. Miz TV. I want to take a lap, but I don't think I could follow the camera with me while I took a victory lap around the entire studio. That'd be kind of weird. Or It'd fun. be the best two shot ever looked without you in it. That was hurtful. <laughs> On a level of one to five, that was a four. That was a four. Anyway, uh, so Miz does this, uh, what I thought was a decent Miz TV. I thought that was fine. But then here's the thing. You guys poo-pooed on me because I talked about how AJ Styles ain't going to be in the Money in the Bank. And you guys were like, oh, Nestle poo-pooed AJ Styles. Guess what? He's not in Money in the Bank, guys. Not yet. He's not going to be in Money in the Bank. Not yet. Neither I is Becky stand, Nestle, but she's probably going to get in it, too. I will, not get in, I will not get into it, but I will tell you right now, AJ Styles is not going to be in Money in the Bank this year. I can. So can, we, were, we weren't mad that you said that. We were mad that you were, like, burying him. I didn't was bury him. He's the matter. phenomenal one. I said the match Dom is whatever. It is what it is. Well, Dom, Dom takes offense to everything I say. I love no, Dom. No, no, no. Well, that's because you say outlandish, ridiculous things. I have things. been told Dom from time is a very to time. intelligent, well-versed wrestling fan and isn't here for your bullshit. No, listen, if it's not 1997 and it's or 1988 or whatever the hell he watches, it's fine. It, you know, he loves he loves some uh, Middle Sex Express or whatever the hell they're called. The Middle, uh, whatever. <laughs> the Midnight Express, excuse me. He loves Bruh. the old stuff. Bruh. Bruh. I got to bring up Corey's thing again. Bruh. Ah, I'm just gonna. Every time I screw up, I'm just gonna leave Corey's comment Is that really how you think there. people say it? They say, bruh. bruh. They go, bruh. They, that isn't no, how it bruh. sounds. Right? Bruh. <laughs> Am I, just keep trying. This is entertaining. Bruh? <laughs> Look, bruh. that was an inquisitive one. Bruh. 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 <laughs> no? No? All right. Well, uh, I, I need somebody it. hipper than me to send me a video and say. When I think hip, bruh. I do not think Nestlemania. All right. This is one. How do I pronounce this one? Bring uh, I think it? the G might be a typo, but oh, Bree, Bree, thank you, Corey. There you go, Bree. Can you explain it to me though? Like I don't understand what the Bree. I don't know. Is it like another form of bro? There's there's nothing to explain. Bree. It's just, it's just it's just it is what it is. It just sounds like it should be at the beginning of like a, a WWE entrance theme. Bree, and then you know. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty close to Riddle with the bro. bro. <clears throat> Uh, so yeah, I just want to take a victory lap because none of my hopes ever come true, and I was like, "Oh my god, he's going." No, that was a, that was a good call by you because you did say that that Champa was always around the In Miz, the and I didn't I didn't pick up on it. And this week, it kind of did it, and Miz kind of gave him the look like, "Yeah, that's my guy." And like we talked about whenever you brought it up, like this is a good this is a good decision, a good way for Champa to get introduced. I just want to say, Detective Hat, I don't have the music anymore where we can just jiggle it out, but it's it's in there, it's in there. All right, uh, let's move on. Anything else specifically that you're excited about? Uh, Can I go to SmackDown? Go right ahead, my friend. So Madcap got the last laugh over Corbin, 3-0, which is what we, which is fine. Madcap is now ready to move on to bigger and better things. But so we see this a lot. Is Sometimes the loser gets something even better in WrestleMania because what happened after the match? Happy uh, Corbin went over to the announce desk yeah, and confronted Pat McAfee. Yeah, so here's- and you know what, WrestleMania? When, uh, what's coming up at the end of Summer July? SummerSlam, yes. Uh, who's probably going to be on that card? Pat McAfee, because he puts Who do we want to see him face? Baron Corbin. Happy Corbin. It's because it's good, because he's been crapping, and Corbin even said, he's like, you're the one who was making fun of me when I was a sass like this. 
this is perfect. And it was not something that like, I, you know, obviously it was out there, but it was never something I really thought like that's a match I want to see. But the second they interacted, I'm like, man, this has the potential much like McAfee theory to be one of the better parts of the summer. Can I ask you a question? And I think I know the answer, but I, I, I throw this out to everybody that's either listening, watching or whatever, participating in any way in the knocker. Do you, if you bring out Pat McAfee so many times for these big events, does it get to a point where you feel like he's taking up a spot? No, not with him because he like, that's, it's one of those things where if people really want it, then, you know, it's okay. And it's one of those things that he's also like, he's on SmackDown every week. Like it's not like out of the ordinary for commentators to come back and wrestle. Like how many times did freaking Jerry Lawler do it or JBL or Booker T or hell even Michael Cole was doing it for a while when he was on his steroids getting in the ring. So it's not something they do a lot, but I think with McAfee, we saw it at WrestleMania, man especially with like the casual fans are all about him. The diehard fans are all about him. He is just like the perfect baby face. I think it like what makes it special is they don't really use him that often is that he just kind of stays in his role. So when he does get in there, it's exciting. And as we've seen in his WrestleMania match and his, uh, his matches in NXT is like, this guy puts in the work to be ready to not embarrass himself, much like bad bunny. And so, you know what, as far as I'm concerned, guys like that, they always got a spot if they want it. But he has to lose to Corbin. That's that has to happen. Has to is a strong word. I also to. thought I also thought he had to lose to Theory and look at Theory since then. Theory lost to him at WrestleMania. He got destroyed by Stone Cold at WrestleMania, and that guy's on fire. So nothing. Ha- Corbin has always been better in his career when he's a loser. So I just I just I, I I love Pat McAfee. I love the person. I love his story. I love that he's in WWE. I love how passionate he is. But if he's going to be in matches, I think. I want to see him lose. I, I just, I, I want to see I said at WrestleMania, like, but I was happy to be wrong. Like Shane McMahon doesn't need to go and win every time. I mean, he's Shane McMahon. Yeah. He can, he can do this and then lose. But it's is Corbin, Kaboom. like Cor- Corbin's one of those indestructible heels where it doesn't matter. Like uh, he's just proven over his career. Like that guy is taking more big L's than anyone. It literally doesn't matter. Like they need him. He's a plug and play. He's just that good. Pat McAfee is a better Shane McMahon. He's a, he you moves know, a little I, more. I don't, I he don't make a big comparison. He'll have a good time. He yeah. won't annoy you. A he won't young sweat Shane so much. McMahon and yeah. a Pat McAfee. Yeah. Like, that's a pretty good comparison. I think he's better than Shane McMahon when Shane McMahon was younger. I think. Well, the, wrestling, yes. No, no, no. Overall just, character, he might probably is, but I think it's a lot closer. I think. I think. Well, Shane was a better heel, obviously, because he was like you know well, annoying. We haven't seen know. McAfee as well. Right, we but, did, I guess, in NXT, but. But I just think I I think that Pat McAfee is the, is the Shane McMahon role, right? Like, don't do it so much. That's what I would think. That's all. But it is what it is. Our boy Aaron says he can see Pat McAfee winning and then get bum-ass Corbin again, and they, you know. He That's what people want. People want bum-ass Corbin back, so. I mean, I understand bum-ass Corbin, but, like, then where do you go from there? They can do the same thing again. Who no, knows? because then it's stupid. It's just, like, it undoes Corbin everything. Corbin Nestlemania, do you remember the discussions we were having towards the end of the bum-ass Corbin run about people actually saying and giving takes that he could be a babyface? And me, the biggest Corbin guy in the world, was like, they could probably try it like they did with the Miz, but like this guy is such a natural heel. But it's like we got to that point because that gimmick was so beloved and so well like taken by everyone that like people actually started cheering this man. Corbin, who is like when you look up WWE heel in the dictionary, his picture is right there. Like one of those guys that consistently, no matter what, bad guy. But for that part of that run, yeah. people were ready for him as a baby. I wasn't because I think he's the be- like one of the best heels in the biz, so keep him that way. It's just like I MJF. Mean, I mean, Those guys stay there forever. If they w- if it was timed perfectly for Money in the Bank, like I feel like then we could do it. But now we're, we're kind of overlapping it, so it doesn't seem like a big thing. But 
It's hard. It's hard because you don't know what to do here. You, like, if he loses, if he loses to Pat McAfee, I don't think we can do Bumass Corbin. Honestly, because I feel like we already did it. Like, the opportunity was there. They didn't capitalize on it as much as they probably could. Knowing Corbin, there would be like a different version of it. Because this guy, whenever he makes a change, it's all into it, and it's something completely different. So it could be something adjacent, but yeah, it definitely wouldn't be the same. Okay. Anything else you want to move on to SmackDown? Something else on the this? Uh, yeah, I really loved it. Was a quick segment, but uh, the Gunther and Ludwig promo in the back was great. They're already Gunther's had the promo a week, and he's already making that title. I had the promo week. He's had the title a week, and he's already making it feel like he's just like propping up, being like, no American will ever hold it again. You know, Vince loves that. And it's one of those things. It's like it is called the Intercontinental Title, so it's it just gives it a little bit more like. You can start lining people up for Gunther and have him just knock them down like bowling pins. And yep. it could be like, this could be a really fun historic run. You just gave me, I had a hope. You just gave me a great hope. All right, I am, I'll say I am, it then. I am so, no, 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 talk about it. But I, I'm just letting you know. Like, also, I, I, had, I just said that I really like that promo because it's one I of those do. things like, it was simple. It was simple. It was to the point, And I thought it was effective. I thought that was wonderful. And I got to remember what you just said so that I can remember it for my hope because it's way better than my other hope. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to save that for another <laughs> segment. Anyway. Uh, something that I'm going to piggyback off of here that you mentioned, sort of, kind of. Seth Rollins uh, attacked uh, a riddle afterwards, and it is, ha, ha, I am the visionary. You know, like the, whole, the whole thing. All I could think about, guys, was riddle versus Rollins after Money in the Bank would be really fun. I think that would be... Sounds it, like SummerSlam to me. It, 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 you know what it looks like to me? It's like... It's two sides of a coin. They're just two dudes that will never get along, two dudes that just shouldn't be friends... Probably will be tag team partners in three years, but that's what about Randy? Randy, hey Randy! Randy. I'll say this: my best friend Randy. I hope Randy Orton comes back and just gives him an RKO. It'd be so great. Like the way they're building this, it's and Riddle trying to say he's doing all this stuff for Randy and losing. Like it's gonna build back. We're gonna get the feud whenever, whenever Orton's ready to come back. Who knows when? Right, WrestleMania. I mean, he comes back and they do a, a quick RKO bro or a RKO bro run, RK. and then boom, that's not that, that's how you do it. You get him right. You get him right to WrestleMania. There you go. Boom. I just booked fucking three months of work. There you go. You're all set. Comes and saves him in the Rumble. Yeah. Fucking. Yeah, they, they get their that. moment. They get a quick little Man, thing. Boom. Mad, the Rumble is shaping up. Or we could have an oh, Orton yeah. return, a Cody return. Yeah. Oh my god. If you're I'm not getting have... tickets to the Rumble, you're idiot. Oh, I can't. I'm gonna have gasms everywhere. Where's Dom? Dom needs to get tickets to the fucking. Where's Rumble. the Rumble next year? I don't know. Probably somewhere huge, like a fucking baseball stadium. It. Royal Rumble 2020. We can all hear you typing. Have a little yeah. less type. All right. The microphone is a very good microphone. It's uh, a very it's good a... microphone. Uh, potential rumble. Oh, this is a waste of our time. Anyway, I'm going to keep talking. Um, San Antonio, Texas at the Alamo Dome. That is a report. That is a, that is a Shawn Michaels place. Uh, look, I'm, I just, I think that's pretty much everything that I have in terms of, uh, baby face stuff on the, the old shine here. Anything else you got, Bubba? So I'm torn on this and we can transition the heat from it because sure. I, but like Reigns riddle was really good as expected. Whenever we got it, we knew it was going to be good. But I just like, I don't know. I kind of like am annoyed at Roman Reigns. The fact when they said this is the first time he defended against WrestleMania, and I was like, that's bullshit. First off, fuck you. He should be defending it more. And then now it's like, and now we already know his SummerSlam opponent, meaning we're not going to see this motherfucker again for a few weeks and he'll come back and he'll do the, oh, I'm Roman Reigns and he'll fight and then he'll go away again. Like, give up one of the titles, dude. You're holding us hostage. And I do not appreciate it, you tribal cuck. 
Wow. That was for Dom. He, he liked it when I said that last week. So I said I'm just again. surprised that you're still on this uh, this mountain. No, like, it's, not it's, an it's, island, but an island. it's he, like he calls himself the island of relevancy. Well, he's the island of irrelevancy when you're not on TV. And the whole point of unifying these titles was to get him on both shows to kind of whatever. And he never goes on Raw. The Usos are doing those their part. Those guys are going it's which way and everywhere. They're wrestling on Raw on SmackDown. Hell, they're probably wrestling on main event with the Judgment Day and the Mysterios. Uh, by the way, a title change on main event this week. Do you see that? No, what happened? Dewdrop, new 24-7 champion, her first single title in WWE. Get the fuck out yeah. of here. So not only do they have that, the 24-7 title change, it was the Judgment Day and the Mysterios fought on main event. So big main event this week. Uh, I think those main event ratings might beat the Rampage ratings. Wow, that was saucy. That was, I, that was honestly, saucy. The minute I saw that, I'm like, are they trying to get better numbers than Rampage so Vince can just sit there and be like, ha, 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 Tony, so, your show is on TV and sucks. <laughs> So we can we can translate over to the heat here. So get him off my TV, get him off my TV, get him off my TV, or get him on my TV, depending on how you feel about Roman Reigns. Yeah, get back on my TV. Get back head. on my TV and get off your fucking island. Somebody had a great comparison of 2021 Roman Reigns ripped, fucking just a stud. And then it cuts to 2022 on Friday, looking a little doughy, and the caption says, really enjoying the island. So, he did the same thing with Brock Lesnar when he did the same thing, man. You know, Roman Reigns is Brock Lesnar now. I mean, it's, he is. it's Brock So if you hate Brock Lesnar Brock. for those reasons, you better hate Roman Reigns for those reasons. I, ho- I, just, I just hope we get sexy cowboy Roman. Because at that point, then we get sexy cowboy Brock, sexy cowboy But you Roman. hate cowboys. I do. Don't, I don't like cowboys. Hangman Page is the only cowboy I enjoy. Other than that, I'm not a sexy cowboy guy. Shawn Michaels ruined sexy cowboys. That's what it was. Shawn Michaels ruined sexy cowboys. Hey, Mike he knows Stuba. he's sexy. He deserves it. Who deserves it? Roman Reigns? Get out of here. Get out of here, stupid, that bullshit. He can, he can take that universal title in a way, but it's like, give me my WWE championship back and give it to someone who works. They're gonna they're gonna have a real conundrum on their hands here. That's a five dollar word. Also, we haven't even like so Brock Lesnar came back. So yes. I originally it seemed like we were getting Brock and Bobby at SummerSlam, but that obviously isn't happening now. So now it looks like and if Theory and Cena is gonna be a thing at SummerSlam, I really do begin to think that Bobby. I know we're mixing up a bunch of stuff here. I think Bobby might actually win that U.S. title and then he'll just have a match at SummerSlam because Theory and Cena doesn't necessarily need a title. But if Bobby loses to Theory, like. He could be left out of SummerSlam, which I think is a big missed opportunity because especially without Cody, he's the biggest baby face on Raw besides Bianca. I cannot believe how much Bobby is so like over, right? He's so yeah, over. Dude. It's ridiculous. Bobby's like the prototypical guy you'd cheer for if like he was done well done because he's got the look, man. Look at him. The man's impressive. He's impressive. And he has the entrance, one of the coolest entrances in the game. Then he opens his mouth and we're a little less intrigued, but it doesn't That's matter. Right. He's still over. Kids don't care about that. So here's the thing. Roman Reigns, yeah, I agree. But here's the thing. Do you get to a point where you get the, the like a title off of him or does somebody beat him with both championships and then it's like, what are you doing here? You, I don't know. It's hard. It's, it's going to be hard to get both of these championships off. Same thing with the Usos. Like if the Street Profits win, do they carry around the 800 freaking belts? I mean, I'm just going to keep voting for the Usos because I don't fucking know. Like, yeah, I don't know. It, it, just, it, feels like, it feels like we are going to be bumbling, fumbling, and rumbling all the way to the castle in September. I don't think I don't WWE know. knows what, they, what they're going to do yet either because they, they've never definitively said anything. You know, they're, they're calling them the undisputed whatever championships, sure. but they haven't unveiled new titles yet that are just like one title. So it makes me think they are going to split them eventually. And it'll just, it'll just happen whenever like Roman and the Usos like lose. It'll be like, they'll just like split them. And then like, some, like Stephanie McMahon will come 
come out on SmackDown and be like, we need a new championship for the draft. And they'll, I don't know. Here's my, here's my, here's my thing, right? Yeah. You've noticed that there's like, you know, a lot of championships. They could combine them, right? But you make an excellent, excellent point about what are you going to do, right? Two titles needed. Well, each title needs to be on their own championship, like their own show. That's what I, and, and Stoop says differently, says two titles stink. Well, look, that's how you feel. And I, you know, that's your thing. Like, if you don't think it works, that's for you, man. But like, I think in terms of like servicing USA and servicing, you know, Fox, you kind of have to have their own champions for their own things, for their own reasons. Yeah, especially because look, we're literally less than two months into this thing and Roman's already just hasn't been on Raw in over a month. The whole point of unifying the titles was so like you could have the guy on both shows and he's not he's not showing up to either, either show. When he does show up, he shows up to SmackDown. So the WWE title is pretty much a prop right now because he's defending the Universal Championship, it seems like. And the same thing, like at least like the Usos. The Usos are doing what you'd want to do if you unified the titles. There's one dominant tag team in WWE and they go to either show to defend them. Like that works. But with Roman, the way he's doing it, it doesn't work. You need to split them if he's only going to show up on one show once a month. You notice how they've been also kind of like showing packages for the Viking Raiders? I feel like they're going to try to get some under current for them to. Well, to after the, the Street ones Profits take- lose, they got it. They're trying to build contenders for the Usos. Yeah. So it's going to be what they're going to do is they're going to beat the Street Profits. Some are some hell. It might be the Viking Raiders, but it's like you also have like the New Day and the Brawling Brutes in the back. So they they are trying to build up some people for the Usos to knock down. But I don't think any of these teams are beating them anytime soon. That's fair. I, I, I tend to agree with you with the. I tend to agree with you on the fact that we need a championship on each show. I do believe that. I think if Roman Reigns is going to continue to be Island Boy, let him have the United uh, the, uh, he's an the Island Boy. He's an Island Boy on the island, and he does all that stuff over there on SmackDown, and then on Raw we can have our nonsense with Riddle and and Seth Rollins and all these other people who are doing great work. Hell, I would love to see Kevin Owens get the WWE Championship. I, have Elias or Elrod sniff a, a, a match. That's fine. Like, you know, they're not going to win. But, you know, give them. I was give wondering them. where you were going when you said sniff. Sniff. No, they're not going to win. If they get a sniff, that's fine. You can sniff it. You can't win it. Elrod will sniff. be a good 24-7 champion. Elrod would be an amazing. Which I believe Elias won it a couple times. So, uh, I think that was his first championship. Yeah, I think you're right. But, no, look. You know, yeah, because he hasn't had any others, right? Yeah, well, <laughs> this is the only championship. He might have been a tag champ at some point if he if he. I don't think so. No, I'm saying he could have been, but it's just like, oh. you know. um, we. I, I stopped this directly before we get the rest of the heat. We haven't talked about the Vince McMahon stuff. Do we not care? Do we want to? talk I mean, about uh, they're they're smart, man. They advertise it on SmackDown, so you pop it. Everyone tuned in to see what he's going to say. He comes out, he says nothing. Then on Raw, you do the surprise one, so the crowd goes nuts. Yeah. and all he does is promote Cena. It's like. They know what they're doing, man. Vince also, like, you know how much of this shit has come over Vince over the years? It's going to, as time passes, it's going to get brushed away. He still has full power over creative and all this. It's just Stephanie's just holding his title until he's ready to take it back. It just, it's one of those things. It's just, it's, it's such PR. a, it's a, it's a thing that everyone's making a big deal. Cause like, oh my God, there's going to be all these changes. Like, no, there's not, there's not. There's not going to be any changes because this has happened before. Like Linda was named interim CEO at one point, and then it just got back to Vince when that got under. And it's just like these allegations, these won't be the ones to sink Vince. I'm sure there are much worse ones that they could find, but these are the ones that aren't going to do it. He'll survive it. He'll be fine. But of course they're going to parade him out, man. It's that's how you pop ratings. That's how the TV industry works. They're genius. He'll probably be out on SmackDown again to tell you Cena's coming on Monday or that we'll see Roman Reigns in a year. That's going to be the next time he defends his title. So. It, it just, I, I'm just with the allegations and accusations or whatever. It just made me think to myself, 
this guy fucking takes a negative and turns it into a goddamn. Well, just like look thing. at the crowd reaction. Of some, that shows you like it's one of those things like there's a, there's some keyboard warriors that get all yeah. like upset about it and whatever. But the majority of the people either a don't know about it, don't care about it, or it's just like it's one of those things they do know. And they're just like, whatever, it's Vince fucking McMahon. We've seen the same thing. Freaking Hogan survived being a piece of shit, douchebag racist. That motherfucker comes back and gets revered and cheered and whatever, even though every black person in the locker room fucking hates him. He's a piece of shit. But they don't care because you know what? He makes money. He pops ratings. That's what it's all about. It's bullshit, but that's the way the world works. Right, well, that's a good way to end it because I just wanted to make sure we 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 we, we, <laughs> we talked about we addressed in it in the room because uh, I don't know what to say specifically, but uh, it is what it is. I, I I am curious where else you'd like to go on the show. I've got plenty of things I can talk about very quickly that are just. Leaving well, we had a lot of people qualify for Money in the Bank. Omas beat Riddle. Oscar beat uh, Becky. Raquel beat Shayna. I believe there's two spots left in the women's and uh, two spots left in the men's, um, which uh, two more of those spots, a men's spot and a woman's spot will be filled on SmackDown. Zayna Nakamura shot Cena Leah, but I don't know if I didn't, none of those like really stood out to me as anything special, but they're all people I expected to be in the match. And then we get to Monday where nobody's going to win. It's going to be... That'd be great, uh, look. So, I, so here's the thing that I'm gonna I'm gonna go from SmackDown and on because this is just kind of the way it was. Uh, you know, Shanky had his little dance. I, I did like the Shanky dance from the tuba thing. Like that was great with the tag match, and of course we're doing more things. As you know, see that's where they lost me a little bit. I liked in the entrance where he was dancing yeah, behind, behind Ginger's back, and even in the rain. But like when he when when Xavier starts playing his like out of tune freaking Jane, and he starts, they kind that got a little too hokey for me. Yeah, but whatever. I get it. That's it comes to the territory. So we get that whole thing again. Jobber alert. There it is, folks. Of course, uh, Baszler almost a jobber alert when she lost to your girl uh, Raquel. Because she's your girl. Yeah, she was first team all Nestle. Then you dropped her. And then first she, team uh, all Nestle. Really, really. Yeah, she was. And then all of a sudden, you like you cursed her into making yep. her boring. Then you dropped her, and she's come back and been better than ever. So. Yep. Well, you know what happens is just sometimes Bill Belichick just sees something in somebody, drops them, and they come back and they're better. That's what I do. He doesn't do that though. He does. Bill he uses Belichick. them and he drops them when they're ready to be done, though. That's kind of their his I'm like MO. the Bill Belichick. So many podcast. Patriots go to other teams and suck. So it's not you're 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 incorrect. Reverse. Okay. Boing flip. No, anyway, moving just, on. Nestle uh, curse is real, folks. Uh, so this random thing that really bothered me, Drew and uh, Seamus were fighting each other for a waste of time to only be told they're both in there. That made me really just angry because a waste hey, we, of my we time. We called it last week. Max Dupee didn't like the lighting. We're waiting until next week. It's stupid. It's fucking stupid. It doesn't. It's one of the, the same thing as Veer, man. You just like you yeah. get more mileage because once it's debut, like all no, oh, the know. mystique is over because then you're in it and they just they got to succeed. They exist. But like you can really milk stuff before a debut and really drag it out, and especially when it's a heel, like it works, man. It does. I do think like it. It'll probably. I wouldn't be surprised if they dragged it out next week for another reason. They did it after Money in the Bank, but we'll see. Okay, moving over to Smack. Uh, sorry, to Raw. Uh, the five women have a nonsensical argument about whatever, and then, of course... I actually enjoyed that segment. Rhea, uh, she's out for some reason, so we have uh, Carmella taking in the the uh, the place uh, replacement here for Rhea. I just, I'm curious how you think about this. I think Mella's a good stopgap here. 
I think it's an easy. So I was almost expecting because the rumor was Bianca Becky at SummerSlam, but obviously with Rhea's injury, you would think maybe Bianca. I think Bianca Rhea is better at SummerSlam, anyways. Sure. That maybe they do Becky here, but I actually kind of like what they're doing with her storyline a little bit. It's very Sethish uh, going into WrestleMania. They're like doing the same thing. It's working, but yeah, looking at we already knew Liv and Alexa were in the match, so we figured they wouldn't win. We figured Oscar was probably going to get money to bank. Becky might eventually. So it was like Carmella is kind of the odd duck here because she kind of like teased going to the twenty four seven title but it's one of those things man Mela's one uh, a plug and play we talk about a lot of the males that are plug and plays but Carmella especially when you got that baby face champion Mela's a plug and play know why because she can fucking talk and she's adequate in the rain she, when you give her a good dance partner so it'll be a fine match of money in the bank but next week the lead up like it'll be a good promo because Mela's good on the mic so it works you know, we're, like is it going to be something I'm looking forward to at money in the bank eh. but at least we'll get a good promo next week on Raw so the other thing that that happened here was uh, we had a Jay versus Dawkins and what looked like a Michael Jordan outfit, which was goddamn ridiculous. He wears that like every week. I know, but it just looks weird. I don't He's like a it. Big I just don't fan. like it. I I don't have no, no, I, I me and Dawkins don't care what you think. Yeah, but you you and Dawkins have the same thing. We're like you have a little bit of like you're in shape, right? But then like you just I am not like in the shape of Dawkins. That man is in great shape. I don't know. I just 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 didn't look right on him. He's a big boy. He's a big boy. Yeah, it just didn't look right. Didn't look it right. looks fine. Anyway, Dawkins you're, wins. You're, Who you're cares? Just, uh, Moving you're on. You're a basketball jersey shamer. I love basketball jerseys. I just don't have as many as you do in your closet. You got a whole. I don't actually have that many basketball jerseys. You got a lot of cowboy jerseys. I have a few, but half of them don't fit. They're from when I was a kid. I mean, I don't buy them. Buy jerseys and deck. So like what do you just decade. leave them? You don't even wear them. You just leave them. Well, they don't fit anymore. They're from when I was a kid. So what do you do with them though? They just take up I space. In my closet. Yeah, uh, they're like, I'm like you're a hoarder. You're a hoarder. No, aren't I you? just don't want to throw my Emma Smith jersey. You pay a lot of money for these things. Maybe someday when frame I'm rich, them. I'll frame them. You got blank frame them, put them on the wall. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't have enough room in my house. You, hey, I don't have enough room in here to do that. You're talking about you got a whole blank wall behind you. Someday in WrestleMania, when I'm rich and famous off this podcast, I'll buy a mansion and I'll have a little man cave and I'll mount them all in there. Oh, you'll be mounted all right and stuffed. I mean, if I have a mansion, probably. Anyway, there's, uh, you know, a gauntlet match with Bobby. That match uh, existed. I, I actually really like the finish of this match. I love Theory being the third guy in that. Like, jobber alerted, yeah. That was the most powerful roll-up I've ever seen in my life, Nestlemania. Even that, I think, I don't think you can complain. That was a, that was a very impressive move. I liked I, that a lot. I liked it. I thought that the ending was great. I thought the previous part with the microphone was great with the pose down and the yeah. spear. I thought that was wonderful. Yeah. Uh, but the match itself just made me go, Ugh. Like I just there's something about like Gable versus Bobby wasn't bad. I didn't mind that. Then we get to Otis. It's, it is what it is. And then I just didn't like the double DQ to get into. I just felt like it made it feel like Theory looked like an idiot. Like I know he is. But like, I mean that's the whole point. But I will say the little tease we got of this and that finish, it, Theory Lashley at Money in the Bank is going to be a lot of fun because Theory is really good. Oh, <laughs> I know really he's going to make Bobby look great. It's just it just sucks because I feel like. I have a I have a sneaky suspicion that somehow I just feel like Theory should win. I don't know how he he might because I could he's, Theory Cena for the U.S. title like rates itself, but I could also see them giving Bobby something since you know Roman's hoarding the titles. Uh, that is just like you know I I don't know it just I I think it will be one of the matches at Money in the Bank that is a true coin flip and you could make a very good argument on either side. But as long as he holds the mic or has the microphone attached to him for the rest of his career, I'm all set. I think that's great. It's wonderful. It works. It's it's a beautiful thing. I love the 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 whole oiled down thing. It was hysterical. It made me laugh so hard. Uh, something else that it wasn't great. And uh, boy, Guthrie's going to take this and for uh, for an inch and take it for a mile. Veer needs a manager. Like 
I mean, we kind of said that since the beginning. No, I know, but when he was talking, I'm like, I, and I know it's not his first language. I get that. I get that. But he's, he's, that's a, he's pretty well spoken. He though. is just, well spoken, but I don't think he seemed uncomfortable just, yeah. in that type of promo. That was where one of those he got handed a script. It didn't yeah. sound like something he would say, so he fumbled yeah. it. And so it's hard. I mean, at least he's not Aziz, who's off TV and not probably ever going to be in anything ever again. I'm sorry. I forgot brother. that guy existed. Yeah, because, you know, Apollo went down to NXT. To Apollo get ditched him and said, yeah. screw you, you stink. I'm going he back to him. Accent, the whole gimmick. Yeah. lost his accent, his heavy, his whole lineage, and went back to being Apollo instead of being with Aziz. So, <laughs> Apollo! Apollo! So there you go, folks. It is what it is. Um, and that's pretty much where I'm headed. I'm done. I'm good in the heat here. Would you like to get Should hopeful? Get hopeful? <laughs> okay, let's do it. Glorious! You're my only hope. Would you, Would like, you me like to go first? Like me to go. I'll go, go first. for it. Okay. So JC, a big Gunther getter. He loves Gunther. Gunther. He loves Gunther. I uh, love Ludwig too. Ludwig. He's a Ludwig lover. And a Gunther. Yeah, a lethal Ludwig lover. A Luther. Say that three times fast. Lud- lethal Ludwig lover. Lethal Ludwig. I can't. <laughs> I tried. It's with, you could say it as a normal person instead of trying to do it with the accent, but that's fine. No, nah, it's more fun. A Ludwig lover. Uh, so look. The Rin um, so here, so here's the thing. Gunther is going to have a very long, 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 long reign as IC champion. But JC did say to me and said to all of you uh, in the in the Gunther promo, he did say no American is going to hold this championship, and it sparked a little something inside of me, JC. And all I could think about was, he's right. He's absolutely right. There will be no American that takes that championship away from Gunther. But you ready for this? No. This is going to get you boned up. Oh, yeah. This is where you have somebody from the international side of WWE take away the championship from Gunther. Not Will right Ospreay? away. Hold on. Stop it with the Osprey. Here it is, folks. You ready? He's never held the Intercontinental Championship and in a year could potentially be a babyface. And when he wins this IC Championship becomes a true Grand Slam champion. Fella! Babyface Sheamus against a beaten, bruised, and, like, think of that. Like, Gunther. Like, those two going at it. Heavy, heavy. Love it. Big, meaty men slapping meat. I'm in. Sheamus gets his long-awaited IC championship. He does great work. He does wonderful work. He deserves this moment. And I think Gunther versus Sheamus, promo-wise, would be so odd. I just want to see it. I, I have to see it. I have to see it. I will be so excited when this happens because there's some things that just make sense. And I think Sheamus is the kind of person to lean over to Gunther and be like, all right, no, really lay it in or your face is going to be hammered. Oh, those two would oh. love fighting each other. It would be They would be slapping and oh. punching and kicking as hard as they can. I cannot wait for that. I, uh, like, I, I want this. Uh, now that you said this to me, it's like the only thing I've wanted to wish for, for wrestling. This is it. This is it. This is it. I'm putting it out into the universe. This is it. Well, in three years, when Gunther loses the title, maybe you'll be correct. If, yeah, I, seriously, I'm going to lose my shit if it's Sheamus versus Gunther. I am, you have no idea. I, am I mean, it might be, so be at some point. I don't know if I... It's just, I feel like Gunther's going to hold this thing forever. Yeah. So by the time he loses it, it might be to the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, in three and a half uh. years after he had a year-long world title run. And what they normally do is, like we've seen in like the AJ Styles, they lose the world title and immediately win the mid-card titles. I just don't want him to body slam Gunther on the USS Intrepid like fucking Luger and Yokozuna. That'd be fucking awful. Just, no. No thank you. No fucking thank you. 
I need a hero. No, never, 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 never. I remember how pissed I was as a kid because I was a Bret Hart guy. And then in comes Lex Luger off a fucking helicopter. Fuck you. Fuck you. That's what I'm telling you. Lex, Lex Luger is not American hero. Give me my Canadian hero because Bret Hart was a hero. Ah, you anti-American. No, I'm not. I, Bret Hart was a better hero. The end. I liked Hulk Hogan when I was a kid. I love Macho Man Randy Savage. They're American. I love CM Punk. I love One Taz. of them's a real American. Fight for the you know rights Hulk of Hogan's lyrics man. kind of juxtapose who he is? Yeah, I know. Kind of, odd, of course. Right? Most heroes are a juxtaposition of what they actually are. We're using a lot of 4 to $5 words on this program today. I'm sorry I'm equating with different things today. Must have hit my head. Anyway, let's move on to your uh, hope, buddy. Let's do well, it. Well, mine's short and sweet in WrestleMania because it's money in the bank season. And, you know, we've already, we've done all the Seth hopes and this and that, but haven't really touched the women's. Mine's pretty simple and it's not going to happen because they never give it to the fan favorite and the one we all want to win. But my hope is that Liv Morgan wins money in the bank. Hashtag JC hopes come true. Hashtag JC knows. That's what the people want, which means we're not going to get it. It'll probably be fucking Becky, but whatever. I'm going to hope for it so it's out there. And, you know, maybe my power of hopefulness, maybe it'll feel the power of Liv Morgan actually winning money in the bank and becoming a woman's raw woman's champion when Rhea wins and she can cash in on her. It kind of writes itself. I just, I can't. I just fucking can't. I mean, you sit there every year and you talked about Shelton Benjamin and he finally came back. So, you know what? Kudos to you for sticking in there. But Liv Morgan probably will be a, you know, she'll be a bridesmaid, never a bride. And that's okay. You said some people are just there. She's going to win it at some point. And it could, like, like look at it. Like, the, they might just run back the same thing they did with Nikki A.S.H. last year. Like, have her cash in after someone and then have it for a month and then lose it. Like, that, Liv Morgan will have a one-month reign at some point. It'll happen. I mean, especially, like, you saw Carmella undressed her in the promo being the only one in the ring that isn't a former champion. And, like, they lay these seeds for a reason. If it isn't happening this year, it'll happen the year after that. It's going to happen at some point. But they're going to make us wait because that's what they do in WWE. The best things happen when we have to wait. We've been waiting a long time for living. We might be waiting a little longer, but it doesn't mean I can't hope for it, baby. I just think you're wrong, but that's okay. She's the first OG uh, friend of the knocker, so... First OG supported friend Liv. of the knocker? Yeah, like our first episode, she like tweeted at us. Or Did liked she really? The tweet. Yeah. She's like, oh, she, no, well, this was back when she was in the Jersey gimmick and NXT. The, yo, yeah, yo, yeah, yo, yeah, yo, yeah, yo, 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 yo. Yeah, when she hadn't won a match in like three years. Because she so. was a jobber probably. She She's no come a long way, baby. And she was uh, in the doorway, but that's for another thing. Uh, so look, uh, doorway while something else is going on. It does sounds weird when I say it. It's it does sound weird when you say it. Uh, should we get comeback a full... Speaking of comeback, do you want to give somebody your comeback? Don't call it a comeback. He's been here for years. And that's something. I didn't do this on purpose. Of course I got an orange shirt. This was an orange drink. Now it's just an orange straw and an empty cup and some ice. You can see a little orange residue. My comeback goes to Orange Cassidy. I'm going to put my hands in my pocket. Hold on. It's hard to put on sunglasses when wearing headphones, but you know, Orange Cassidy is one of my favorite wrestlers in AEW, man. He's just fun. When he's on screen, I pay attention. He's interesting. It's crazy because when that man takes off the sunglasses and turns it on, he can go in the rain. So you want your flippy dippy boy to have a good match that I'll care about at Forbidden Door? You give him Orange Cassidy because that man makes me care and that man makes Will Osprey, which is a a weird bird. Uh, interesting. So I'm all thrilled to have Orange Cassidy back from his injury, back in the ring, back on pay-per-view. And um, I'm looking at this, the match list on Sunday. And there was one match that I care about. Well, I, I'm excited for the fatal four-way, but this is number two. Number one, number one B, let's call it, is Orange Cassidy and Will Ospreay. Because, you know, the Doms and 
uh, Conways of the world. Tell me how great this guy is. Every time I see him, he's just doing gymnastical stuff, which whatever, it's cool. I enjoy that. I love those guys. But it's just like selling me as a top guy. But you know what? A matchup with Orange Cassidy intrigues me a lot more than a matchup would be with some generic AEW guy. So Orange Cassidy, you get my comeback. I, I, it sounded like you gave more of a comeback to hating on Will Ospreay. No, I gave my comeback to Orange Cassidy, and it allowed me to talk about Will Ospreay. So Will I, legitimately, legitimately I, I'm not making that up. I said it to Dom when it happened. I'm like, Orange Cassidy makes me care about this Osprey match more than probably 95% of that AEW roster would. You can give him a great wrestler and they can whatever, whatever, but knowing that I'll, have, I'll get to see Osprey Mix in a little bit of entertainment with Cassidy as well as having a great wrestling match. That interests me more than just some flippy dippy. Ooh, hi. this will have like a little bit extra, which I always am a fan of the extra. So I actually legitimately, when I look at the card, this is one of the top two matches I'm looking forward to. Speaking of extra, you know, on Wednesday at Dynamite, there was a team that, Why you uh, your jacket off that, uh, did not only just get in a ladder match, folks, but they won the tag team championships. The Young Bucks. Giving them my comeback. I love the Young Bucks because, well, folks, I just love Nick and Matt. I think they're they're geniuses. And honestly, I honestly assisted comeback to Christian who yeah, turned that, on that Jungle lead, Boy. Baby. Yeah, that, I buried the lead. Buried the lead because Jungle Boy now has to face Christian, something we've wanted since, I don't know, a year ago when Jay-Z said he manages a dinosaur and I can't get it out of my head. Now we get the real thing. I'm excited about it. But honestly, the Young Bucks did a great job. I think the Young Bucks, as much as Lucha Express or whatever the hell they're called, J- J- Jurassic, Jurassic Express. Express, it's fucking same thing. It's just... It was time for a change. Was, yeah, we needed a, we needed a new breathing of the life into these tag titles because you can sit there and you can strut that ass saying that it's going to be the best tag team division in the whole world, but... Honestly, when you put it on them, I felt like I didn't care as much. Uh, you're not going to give it to FTR. You're not going to give it to other people. Yeah, better be giving it to FTR because they've been the number one ranked tag team. So many of your rankings, and they keep getting Nobody passed over. Nobody cares about but rankings. No, 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 it is FTR because here's the setup for it. Is Young Bucks and FTR shows that you have the best tag division in the world. So not in this little fake pay-per-view, but on the next pay-per-view, you do Bucks FTR again in some ridiculous match and then get match of the year again. And that's how you show that you have the best damn tag team because you have two of the top three tag teams in the world on your roster. I'm just excited that Nick and Matt have it because I think that it's a, it's a really good, it's an omen. It's an omen that it's going to be a big deal going forward. So that's how I, I feel mean, about first, it. They deserve to be the first two-time tag team champions. In I just love doing the, you know what I mean? I just I just yeah. love doing the fight. We should both do it. No, other no, way, other way. It. There you go. There you go. Good. There you go. That'll be, a, that'll be a screensaver for me later. It'll be great. God. It's great. It's great. All right. Now we it's get fine. into the, uh, you know. The big old finish. We got a big lot of old finish. About. We are going to get to Forbidden Door, but as we said on Raw, KO versus Ezekiel Elias or Rod, we already talked about that. But on SmackDown, we have a rematch between Gunther and Ricochet for the IC title. I'm excited for part two because part one was fun. We have Zayn Nakamura on Money in the Bank qualifier and a Shotzi Aaliyah Money in the Bank qualifier in WrestleMania. Who you got? Feel like I feel like Ali is going to win for some goddamn reason. I have no. I mean, there's no reason. I, see, I, I think it's going to be Shotzi, but I would love Ali. I, I think love I think like Shotzi should win. I'd be happier if Shotzi won. I think that it makes Shotzi. She's more aggressive and fun. Like I get it, but there's something about the the, the princessy thing about Aaliyah that people like. So it is what it is. Uh, Sami Zayn should be in, and I think he will win. 
because I think he's what he's going to do is he's going to dedicate his performance in the Money in the Bank and then lose. I think to the to the ooze because he's 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 been uh, he's he's basically screwed up the whole bloodline thing. So I think that's his. Game. If Rollins doesn't win Money in the Bank, I want Sami Zayn to win it because I think him holding the briefcase with the bloodline is an incredibly fun story. I agree. So, I agree. I think that's a. I just have story. a weird feeling that Nakamura is going to win this match and Zayn's going to get screwed. But we'll see. We'll see. I I do like so. Here's the thing. Not that it's going to happen, but what if Sami Zayn was the guy that cashed in? It'd on be Reigns? amazing. What if, like that would be so awesome. Like the fact that he's part of like he's an honorary Us. He can say that he's using it as a shield. He's never going to cash in. And oh my god, like eventually, like you could spend six months. But on here's that. the problem: if Zayn does win and does that, he'll lose. Then what he'll do is he'll wait till Roman's like beat up by Lesnar and he'll cash in and Roman will like the Usos or Roman will yeah. hulk up and destroy him and he'll just be like in the Corbin category. So here's in the, the Sandow thing. category. Here's, you could go that route, which I agree is the safe route, right? But it's lame you, though. But I'm thinking if he gets it, I want him to win it. And that's what the, you could you could potentially spin it because Sami Zayn up until this point, right? Like up until he got to SmackDown, you and I were talking about this in NXT. I think when we were watching him in NXT. He was like Ricky Steamboat, like the best baby face you had ever seen. You know what I mean? If he wins that title, it'll be a Ziggler-esque moment. Like it'll be that kind of pop because as like Sammy is so has been on an incredible hero run. But like you said, this man, like when you talk about like rootable, like it just if they when they flip it that one day, it'll it'll blow the roof. And imagine if Roman Reigns is just sitting there going, I'm not giving it up until Sammy's ready. Like imagine if he's just sitting on it. Yeah, I don't think that's no. I know, but like, he like he, I can't see Roman being he's a big very Sammy protective. Fan. He, you can tell he's protective of this run, right? So like, if he's gonna lose it, like, so I'm protective. He won't defend the titles because yeah, he's scared. Yeah, he's scared. He's scared. All right, so sorry. We should talk about other things now. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, we'll hit on NXT before we go to AEW. We have a loaded show, including Mello and Tony D for the North American Championship. That screams schmaz. We have Solo Sokoa and Grayson Waller in a JC Open. I'm very excited for that. We have my girl and the best entrance in the biz, Alba Fire, taking on your girl, Lash Legend. And we also have your boy, Von Wagner, taking on nobody's boy, Brooke Jensen. Oh, my God. The Vaughn is going to be on the show. Oh, yeah, he's in. fighting Brooks Jensen. I cannot wait for him to destroy Brooks Jensen. I can I, Brooks Jensen is what Bull Buchanan's little boy. Like at least he's trying. I give him. I give him all the credit in the world. Vaughn's going to get his W back from Briggs, and then we're going to have a payoff at some point because Cowboys are stupid. So, but well, they're not really Cowboys. They are, are they kind of Cowboys? They're Cowboy adjacent. I think they're just like Southern boys. Okay, country music. I don't like country music yeah. either. So you know, it is what it is. Um, but yeah, uh, the Sokoa Wall, I would assume Sokoa wins because he seems to be the next up Street down fighter. the line for Mello. Uh, Fire will probably beat Legend because, you know, Alba's awesome. I can't then, believe you called Lash Legend my girl. That that hurt. That hurt. I did it on purpose. You love her. She I is. think Guthrie's a big fan of her, actually. I, if, I've, if I've seen his tweets correctly. Guthrie, Guthrie, do you have a fever? Like, come on. Like, you, you must have something wrong with you. Like, this woman is like she has, she has like the character potential. She's a manager. To be good, she is not a wrestler. She could be a yeah, manager. The, her wrestling, like, I can defend people being new, but hers, like, it just, I haven't seen any. If anything, she's gone backwards. So she's, she's a great manager. She is not a wrestler. She, that's where she is. Well, we'll see. We'll see. She's still got time. They see something in her, clearly. Uh, but any thoughts on uh, Mellow Tony D? Schmaz or the Mellow can't miss. I mean, Tony D ain't fucking winning. 
See, I really like, I thought Tony D would be a great feud for Breaker, but they're, I don't know if they're waiting because I think he'd be a great guy to beat Breaker because he has like the stable around him too. He could protect himself, but maybe they're saving that. Who knows? But also I think Melo could be the one to beat Braun. So, but yeah, no, this one screams schmoz because it seems weird that I think they have like a special event next week that they're giving this away this week, but whatever. Uh, Nestlemania, we do have some dynamite housekeeping before we get to Forbidden Door, right. including an all Atlantic championship qualifying match between Malachi Black and Penta. God bless you. Yeah, I'm picking black. I got to pick black because why would two people from the Death Triangle be in a match together? It doesn't make any goddamn sense to me. I mean, it could, but nope. Malachi Black nope. just seems one Stupid. of the favorites to win this title. Stupid. We also have a six-man tag that features Will Ospreay and Orange Cassidy. I don't care. We also have a, a match I could care even less about between Jericho and Lance Archer taking on Moxley and Tanahashi. I fell asleep. Well, people will watch for Tanahashi. I get that. Wonderful. Lance Archer, I'm sorry. Every time I see Lance Archer, that guy, if I saw him and meet him, he'd probably, I'd shit my pants because he's, he's just an intimidating motherfucker. But when I, when he I, he doesn't do much for me. He's, yeah, he, unfortunately, he's been treated as if like he's just there to look menacing and he loses. So I don't, him and Brian Cage are the same guys. They get propped up just to lose. That's what they've been their entire AW. Yeah, it's just, it's, I just, it doesn't get me excited. Yeah, so, yeah, that's a, that's a match that's happening. So, um, besides the qualifier, I'm sure that Tony will add 30 matches after the podcast like he always does. I feel like we stop recording, I go on Twitter, and he's like, cocaine boys, like, fucking finish his snort, and he's ready to go. Uh, but we go to Forbidden Door. As of now, there are only six matches listed, so... Uh, There'll probably be more added because we know AW usually has 14 match uh, pay-per-views, but we have six as of now we can predict. Uh, we have a three-way winner-takes-all tag team match for the Ring of Honor Tag Team Championships and IWGP Tag Team Championships. We have FTR of Dax Howard and Cash Wheeler, the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Champions, taking on the United Empire, Great O'Conn and Jeff Cobb, who are the IWGP Tag Team Champions, and Rapanji Vice, Rapungi Vice, Tremperetta, and Rocky Romero, who are in this match to take a pin from whoever's going to win. I would say give it to, yeah, FTR. So they yeah, can just pad those stats, baby. Be the best tag team in the entire fucking universe. You know what they do planet. after this? Next pay-per-view, winner take all, AEW World Tag Team Championships versus, doesn't FTR, wouldn't this be like the third belt? Because they still, do they still have yep. the AAA? Yep. So yeah, they could have, we could go, crazy. Hell, may, need, maybe the Unbucks go to uh, Impact and win those just for fun. They are going to need we, a fucking wheelbarrow. They're because you know what? Tony Khan is looking at what the Usos are doing. Oh, they're carrying four belts. I'm going to have FTR <laughs> carry six. And if they beat the Young Bucks, they'll be carrying eight. So, oh my God. That's None of it matters yeah. at that point, but whatever. It's great. We Fucking both agree matter. it's FTR. Next up, we have a singles match for the AEW Women's World Championship. Thunder Rosa takes on Tony Storm. Look it. Um... I don't know. I'm over Thunder Rosa's champ. It's been boring. A lot of it isn't her fault. So uh, this is this probably won't happen, but I'm going to pick Tony Storm. I, too, am going to pick the Storm. But here's the thing. Thunder Rosa has been a knocker supporter since uh, I've tweeted at her. So I got to say I love Thunder Rosa the person. I just feel like, and again, like you said, not her fault, but something very underwhelming has happened during this championship reign. I don't know if it's the Britt Baker effect where, like, you can't be bigger than Britt Baker. No, it's but the, she isn't put on TV effect. And they, when they give her segments, they're really bad segments. Yeah, that's fair. I, I mean, I think she's she's a better chaser than she is champion. I think that's 100%. what it comes down to. Like most baby faces. She's just a better chaser. And Tony Storm's amazing, and she deserves this, and I would love to see it. I don't know if it's going to happen, but we're both going to predict it because, you know, we feel like giving one back to the And she could crew. take pictures on her OnlyFans with that championship and probably ask for a lot more money, so hopefully she gets more money. 
All right, bonus Nestle Hope. Uh, next up, we have a singles match for the IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship. Will Ospreay, the champion, defends against Orange Cassidy. Obviously, we know Ospreay isn't going to be booked to lose. So, you know, Orange Cassidy, the man's indestructible in terms of wins and losses. No matter what his AW record says, which is actually pretty good. But uh, I am going to take Will Ospreay. I, too, will take the bird. I don't know why. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I, I, I just don't get it. Like, I Maybe don't this it. match will change our lives and be the match of the year. It could be. Orange Cassidy is amazing. I love so New Japan well. Pro Wrestling, but I just, I mean, I just, not for me. Like, I, I, get, I get Okada. I get Tanahashi. I get a lot of them. Naito, I get that. I, I get them all. But for some reason, I just do not well, get the Osprey. You don't get Jay White either, so. That's true. I do not get Jay White. I think Jay White is, we're going to be at, here's the thing. We're going to be at. He's not booked yet, so that'll be Jay White and Hangman and, and Adam Cole, baby. Or maybe they'll add a four-way for fucking Okada, too. Who knows? Hmm. And then Jay White will just win because that. So that isn't in the predictions yet, but when it does come out, we will pick Jay White. Uh, next up, we have the Nestle Special, a six-man tag team match. Player, Les Sex Gods, which I guess they're not the Jericho Appreciation Society anymore. It's Les Sex Gods of Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara and Minoru Suzuki uh, with Tay Conti taking on Eddie Kingston, Wheeler Yuta, and I'm going to mess this up. Shota Umino. I don't care about this match. I don't either, but uh, who we uh, we're gonna pick? Uh, I mean, the Jericho boys? does not lose, so I'm picking nah. anything Jericho related. All right, I'll go the other side. I'll pick Kingston, Yuta, and Umino. It doesn't matter. It none none, none of this matters because there's no lead up to it. It doesn't make any goddamn sense. I yeah, uh, I was considering that third person. I have no idea who he is because he's never been on Dynamite. I don't think so. Well, they okay. made they, he made it. He he made a promo saying like how he beat him up. He was uh, Red Shoes, the referee. I think it's his kid. Probably I get that. Lie. Well, I'm just telling you, I mean, anything with Jericho and it is a fast forward at this point in my life. So, you know, it is I will it is. say though, and we, I said this to you off the air, putting Sammy and Tay back with Jericho makes a lot of sense. And it gives a little more credence to that jobberific stable JAS because now someone besides Jericho matters. So I will at least say that and Sammy and Tay, like it, it's fine. Um, but now we have two matches left uh, that we currently have at this point of recording. A four-way match for the inaugural AEW All-Atlantic Championship. Pac takes on Miro, takes on Ishii, takes on the winner of Black and Oscuro, which we both think will be Black. Nestlemania, I think this is the hardest match on the card to predict because I could see three of the four winning very easily. My heart says Miro, my brain says Pac, so give me Pac. You're going to pick Pac, all right. Yeah, begrudgingly. All right. Well, clearly, I don't think the that the you know I just don't think that I don't think Penta's in there. So it's now it's black. I don't think Ishii's gonna win. No, he's the one I throw out. I don't think Pac's gonna win. I think I think it's either Miro or Black. I really do because I feel like Miro made a comment about championships, and I feel like you can't not have a championship on Miro. That's true. In AEW, everyone has championships. And so give like, the Redeemer, the greatest champion of all time, and yeah, the championship. And then there's Black, which hasn't done anything. So it's just like, what do you do? I think hey, Black. You're a twenty year old girl heel. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Miro because that's where my brain goes. That's where my brain is going because Miro needs it. My heart likes your brain then in this indication. Well they should meet up someday. No. Well, that was awkward. Anyway, let's go to the big old ending here with the, the uh, main, event, main event, a singles match for the interim AEW World Championship. John Moxley taking on Hiroshi Tanahashi. Give me the Mox. Give me, give me the Mox. Look, it's it's hard to say this. I, I and again, I'm I I liked New Japan. This is hard to say, right? Like I I was really into New Japan six years ago, right? And I kind of, with Kenny Omega leaving, I kind of left. I, I really did. And I, I, that's not fair. I kept I kept tabs on it. 
But when I, when I look at this pay-per-view, JC, I don't think there's any winners here. Like, the fans will win because they'll get excited about the matchups and stuff. That, the, the specific version of the AW audience who watches everything and loves it, like, are huge winners. But the big overall, like, you know... Not, I'm not, it's not casual because I wouldn't call us casuals because everybody watch everything. But the people who don't watch both, it just, they're kind of like in this whole area, we've been kind of confused. And I think we're looking forward to getting past this week so we can get back to what we love. And that is our AEW. Well, here's and the I've thing. Ta- talked to a lot of my friends who watch too, and they, a lot of them feel the same way because, hey, look at Dom and Conway, they do a great job on our YouTube talking about uh, New Japan. You should, of course, check them out. They'll have a lot more in-depth stuff. But um, for us in general, like you notice, it's not a weekly thing we talk about on the podcast. We're not familiar with it. So we get this pay-per-view with these guys sprinkled in. I've never heard of half of them. So, And again, you know, Tanahashi's the John Cena. Like, that's that's the way you look at it, right? Tanahashi and Moxley will be a cool match. Like, I think people, and it'll be a five- or six-star match that I'm sure, you know, what's-his-face Meltzer will be uh, all excited Ugh. about. Uh, the the four way is the best match besides you know I'm sure we're, we're making a joke of Osprey but I mean it, it's interesting the six man tag nobody really cares about it's Throw nice it it's nice to, it's nice to see the women because the women in New Japan doesn't have really a woman uh, a woman's division so that's I get that uh, FTR is kind of like a check mark for me. You know, it's like they have to win. and I, That I, match will probably be really good. I'm sure those guys are going to go balls to the wall. Oh, I, and I understand that. But it's like, in the grand scheme of things, in what should to me be a monumental thing, right? Like, this should be a monumental moment in wrestling. I feel like the air has been let out of the room. And well, I, it's, I think you said it best when we talked about it, or maybe you said it in the thread. It's just like, when you get two different promotions, like, you can't make both happy. So to make it compelling, it's like we already know the guys who they can't have lose and it's going to be whatever. So it becomes very safe. It's like you can't have Osprey face one of the top guys because neither of them are going to want them to lose. So you give him Orange Cassidy, who's a top draw, but not a guy who needs to win. So it's just like, I don't know. It just you kind of get it and it's kind of a dud a little bit, but people will love it. It'll do a decent amount of buys. I don't think it'll be anywhere close to the other AEW pay-per-views, but I don't know. I'm ready for it to be in the past. I didn't even know it was this Sunday. I'm glad it is because we don't have to talk about it again after this Sunday. Here's where I jinx everybody. It'll end up becoming AEW versus ROH soon. So Well, they're the same thing. So no, I know, I know but it is whatever. Hey, Birdsky's here. It'll I be need like the forbidden door to be closed after the show for a while. Yep, so I, a lot of us are on the same page with that. So look, I don't disagree, but uh, it's fatiguing, as JC would say. It is fatiguing. Get it out of my face. So I want Roman Reigns back on my TV, and I want the forbidden door off my TV. So I need Roman Reigns to walk through that forbidden door, close it and lock it forever, and be on Raw and SmackDown every week. Boom. Problem solved. Two birds with one door. Two birds with one door. Wow, okay. Yeah. So so I, I'm i definitely not picking up uh, forbidden door this Sunday because I just... Absolutely know. not. I will not spend my money on that. I just feel like... Uh, the hardcores are going to love it, and I, I hope you yep. all enjoy it. I really do. I really, for you guys, I hope you enjoy it. I hope it's everything you want. Uh, I'll definitely pick it up in clips and try to look at stuff. But Dom will tell me to watch Osprey and Cassidy, yeah. and I will watch it. Yeah, Dom's. A and good if Miro wins, I will find a way to watch that. Besides that, I don't really give a shit. Follow Dom on Twitter and uh, Conway too, because they do a great job on the the whole New Japan side. So they they're probably boned up and ready to go for Sunday. But uh, the rest of us, we got stuff to do. <laughs> it is what it is, unfortunately. On that note, do you need to do anything else? Are we good? Uh, Jobberknocker.com. Check out the website where you can read uh, Joe's a- weekly AW reports, Dom's NXT reports, and all the other good stuff there. Tpublic.com slash Jobberknocker. Pick up the merch. We're each wearing our different colored uh, JKP shirts today. Uh, one of them are, well, I really like this design. Did and I love this color it. orange. 
Yeah, so uh, you can do that. Twitter, like you said, follow all the boys, including us, at Jobberknocker on Facebook and Instagram as well. Uh, five stars, five films on podcasting uh, platforms. Like the video on YouTube. Share it around. Tell your friends. Tell your dog. Tell your cat. Tell their friends and everybody's friends and foes. Hey, tell everyone. We appreciate you spreading the word and uh, giving us those five stars, five flames, and those likes. Okay, well, on that note, we hope you enjoy Forbidden Door, and we'll be back next week with more Jobberknockery. Yep. <laughs>